Do you feel the busyness in your day that causes stress day in and day out? I would like to introduce Balance from Opulent Organics. 100% gluten-free, THC-free CBD products available in 500 milligrams or 1000 milligrams that comes in mint, lemon, and unflavored. Opulent Organics independently tests their products with third-party testing for purity and potency and is non-psychoactive. Order your balanced product today using the code EXCUSEME20 and Opulent Organics will ship directly to you for free. Visit their website www.opulentorganics.com to view other wellness products that are available today. And Fanny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, Excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no holds barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! Excuse me! Welcome to the Excuse Me podcast, everyone. We want to give a shout out to our listeners that are from the UK, to the United States, to Germany, to Spain, and of course, each and every one of you that is tuning in right now. Thank you for joining us again this week, and we are grateful for every single listener that downloads our show and gives us so much love on social media. Please subscribe, like, comment when you download our show, which can be found on Google, Podbean, Spotify, Libsyn, Apple, and any other platform that you call your favorite. We appreciate all of your support of listening and spreading the news about my show. And on behalf of my co-host, Jerry Strauss, and myself, we hope everyone is staying healthy, staying home, and doing well. If you would like to leave our show a suggestion, comment, or request, please email the Vicky Guerrero Show at excusemevicky at outlook.com. Now, please take a close listen to our guest this week. I am so honored to bring this gentleman on. He is one of the top leading male superstars of all elite wrestling, Mr. Darby Allen. Excuse me! Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. Um, this week, I am just so honored and thrilled and excited to bring this talented and unique uh, professional wrestling superstar from AEW. Can we please welcome Mr. Darby Allen? Hey, Darby, how are you? I'm doing fine. Yeah, lovely. Oh, good. I am so uh, I'm so happy to have you on the show and. For all followers who aren't familiar with you, which they soon will be at the end of the 40 minutes, um, you are one of the leading male superstars of AEW. Um, I just, I, I got to shake your hand when I was at AEW last December and to see what a kind gentleman you are backstage and to see your work in front of the camera. I am one of your biggest fans. Well, thank you very much. It uh, means a lot to have the, support from people like yourself and uh, oh. <laughs> people have been doing this for people have been doing this for a long long time <laughs> well 
Well, thank you. Uh, you know, you, you have quite the experience of the wrestling uh, industry. You were in World Wrestling Network, uh, Lucha Libre AAA, which, which my former husband, you know, Eddie Guerrero was in that too. And what a great organization that is. Um, and then you were in Progress Wrestling, and now you're currently signed with AEW. Uh, tell us a little bit how you felt about the Lucha Libre, you know, wrestling versus the American style. What are your thoughts on that? The difference is, for me personally, uh, when I went to Mexico and I wrestled in AAA, it was just like balls to the wall, 100%. Just go out there and just, just go crazy. Like, who cares about, like, in a sense, like, who cares about psychology? We're just going to go out there and jump on each other. But, uh, I remember, like, it It was fun. It's, uh, I, I like, you know, I've been uh, training a lot with uh, Lucha Libre people, even since I started. Like, that was kind of one of my go-to styles. So I just like to mix the um, American, like, psychology with, like, obviously selling and stuff like that into what they do in uh, Lucha Libre. But uh, it's it's crazy. Um, yeah, I, 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 like, I like Lucha Libre. I, I really respect it. But, um, yeah, and, and the fans are so crazy over there. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I uh, and I remember I wrestled. I forgot what building it was in Monterey, but uh, I remember just going there and I didn't know what to expect. And I was driving probably for a good, you know, twenty six hours. Stayed up for like thirty six hours and got to the building and it was like one of these like uh, bull fighting arenas. And I was like so tired. I just remember the fans like going like ape shit, and it just like woke me up. And I was like, "Well, this is this is crazy." And I just remembered, uh, yeah, it was just psycho. But uh, definitely the fans. You know, Darby, something that I just want to uh, bring the attention of, of our our listeners is you do a move called the coffin drop. Now, this move is quite impressive to me, and um, are you a stunt man because some of your videos and some of the things that you do. You like heights, and you like to fall very far to the ground. Do you have stuntman experience? No, I have a reckless skateboarding experience from growing up, and falling on concrete <laughs> my whole life has taught me, uh, I guess, how to fall. I mean, so how's your body? Because you, you do, you've done so much. I mean, these videos that I have watched you on, I mean, it's uh I, I i'm okay watching it because i'm not doing it but you have quite the the daredevil blood in you yeah did, did you ask how was my body is that what you said yes like how I, yeah sure I feel, to be to be <laughs> fair i feel i feel uh i feel perfect i'm not and i'm not even lying when i say that it's weird because uh i don't i just stretch all the time and i like work out and eat right and I, I'm telling you, I, I feel like that does, like, I'm straight edge, so I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do any drugs, pain pills, nothing. So I haven't taken a pain pill since I've even started wrestling. Um, and then I feel like um, with all that stuff with my body, I, I just feel like, to me, stretching and working out and stuff like that uh, and just eating right has helped me. I feel, I feel lovely. I, I literally, it's crazy. A lot of people... So like, dude, you should feel like ass. And I'm like, no, man, I, I feel fine. I'm ready to rock. So um, just being strict on my, you know, rehabilitation. 
Yeah. Um, and also, when you met, I see your skateboarding videos. How long have you been skateboarding for? Uh, probably since I was like 10. Um, yeah, I, I've been just like, that was a big part of my life. And I feel like that's shaped me to be where I am today. I, without skateboarding, I don't think I would be a professional wrestler. As weird as that sounds, I just feel like um, it kind of set me up perfect for the future and making me stand out. And yeah. Yeah, you know, your, your look is so unique, and I'm such a fan of yours because you keep innovating yourself, and it seems like I just see a little bit of a different side to you each Wednesday on TNT when I watch you. Um, now, on as of April 24th, you're rated number three, and your singles record is five and two, um, and you had a, great, a victory against Sammy Guevara this, uh, on April, was it 22nd? Um, what are your feelings now of facing Cody Rhodes? Hmm. I tell people this all the time. Everybody always comes up to me and they tell me like, oh, you, you know, aren't you excited to wrestle Cody again? Like, you know, we've wrestled twice. First time I, you know, time limit draw. Second time, Arn Anderson kind of screwed me over. But uh, yeah. <laughs> everybody always says, everybody always says, um, isn't it like, isn't it an honor to step foot in the ring with Cody? And I, I'm like, Yes, but at the same time, I got to treat him like an equal. I got to be on his level. I can't look up to him as this guy that I, you know, grew up watching because I, I cannot be an ass kisser. Let's just say that because I think there's a lot of young guys in wrestling that are so enamored with being in the locker room with uh, people that grew up watching and like, oh, can you, I'm just happy to be here. Like, I've never been just happy to be here. I've always had to be at the top of whether, whatever I'm doing or also, you know, die trying. So yeah. um, to, get in the, to get in the ring with Cody is just to finally get that win. And in my opinion, it's the biggest win of them all out of the three matches we had because it is for that TNT championship. That, you know, I'm so, I'm such, uh, I'm rooting for you. Now let's, let's fast forward a little bit. If you're, now the other side of the bracket is Lance Archer versus Dustin Rhodes. Who's your pick that you would like to see be victorious so you could face them if you pass, uh, if you, uh, you know, are victorious against Cody Rhodes? What would be your pick on the other side? I'm going to say Dustin 100%. I want, I've always I, been I, wanting I, to step, I've always been wanting to step foot in the ring with Dustin and do some great storytelling. It's something uh, his whole career has thrived on and it's something I set out to do myself. So. That's awesome. I love Dustin. I, I think that would be such a great match. And, and how, how neat that would be for you to face one brother and then the next brother. <laughs> I think that would be fabulous and a great storyline. Yeah, no, that would, uh, that'd be the, that would be a good, great, great storyline. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, guys like Lance too. Like, trust me, like I'd like to step in the ring with them because my greatest matches have been against people where they just kick my ass. <laughs> well, I'm, 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 I'm going to be on your side for this. One. I think this is going to be really good. Um, you, you know, Darby, I want to just uh, highlight something I noticed from all your other interviews. You are such a gracious man and so humble. And, you know, people look at you and, on TV. And at first when I saw you, I'm like, oh, my, he's scary looking. Um, you know, but... <laughs> Listening to your interviews, how grateful you are. And I know that there's a, a lot of storytelling that you've had, you know, with uh, 
you know, you talked about your uncle passing away when he was driving you when you were five years old. Um, and, you know, just all your different experiences. I love your attitude of how grateful you are each day and how you just want the best of your day. Um, I just, I want to commend you on that. You don't hear a lot of guys, you always hear guys saying, oh, I'm the greatest and I'm, you know, it's all me and I'm the, I'm the champion. But you have the true gift of just being grateful for where you are today. And I think that's such a great character um, for someone like you that's going to make it really far in AEW. Yeah, this whole, I use it with quotation, superstar term is uh it's never been something that i've liked to say to people you know because when people talk to me i know it sounds crazy but when people talk to me and they're like there's lines there's people message like lines to like get my autographs there's people you know like messaging me online telling me like i've changed their life to me in my eyes i still feel like the darby allen that worked at the 99 cent store in arizona like i'm still <laughs> just like this like skinny punk rock film school dropout you know, like type kid. And, uh, so like all those terms are really, you know, they're, they're new to me, but, uh, like I said, um, I'm just like standing in my backyard right now. I got like 13 acres at this new house of mine. And I, and then two years ago, I was like living in my car. So the thing is like, I don't take anything for granted and I'm always like never wanted to stop. So that's why I worked that much harder. And, um, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's been a wild trip. For sure, but uh, being humble. Well, yeah, your your life is a big testimony, and I have a lot of nephews that just they were so excited that you were going to be on my show, um, and I'm just, I just I feel like the famous aunt, you know, that they're like I'm like oh now you want to talk to me right because I have a cool guy <laughs> on my show. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I noticed, oh go ahead. Oh uh, no, <laughs> no comment there. Oh. <laughs> Laugh. My voice. <laughs> um, um, as far as your tattoos, uh, are those all from life experiences where you have the relentless and you have, you know, champ on the inner, inner lip uh, and then uh, on your arm tattoos, are those like different stages of your life or uh, what, what is your story with your tattoos and what, what's the meaning behind them? My first tattoo I got when I was 17, it's drug free on my knuckles. Uh, to me, that was just to, you know, show people that I wasn't messing around when I, uh, when I told them I was straight edge, because, you know, I grew up in a lot of people like in Seattle, the skate scene, they're like, oh yeah, everybody says they're straight edge. And then a year later, they're like partying, you know, Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to, I wanted to commit to people, show people that I wasn't messing around. And then after that, I got nothing over till you're on the ground because that speaks volumes on my incident with my uncle and showing that whatever you set out to do, like I tell this, I use this, for example, a lot of people, you know, say their dream was to become like a Hollywood actor. Some people have their big break when they're 60 years old and they've been searching their whole life to be in a Hollywood movie. And the thing is, if they were at 25 said, Oh, I'm too, I'm too old. I can't do it you know, and then they would have never done it. So I'm like, nothing is over till you're dead. And then that's why I, I, sh I try to tell people, you know, 
because there's a lot of people that feel like, oh, I'm 25, it's never going to happen to me. Or if I'm, th- I know that sounds young, but like there's people that I've talked to that be like, oh, like I'm 25, I can't do this now. I'm like, what the hell's stopping you? You know, like yeah. seriously, like nothing, nothing is over till you're dead. So just keep rocking. So, uh, and then the hand tattoo was just the skeleton. Uh, I'm going to do my whole body, my half my whole body as a skeleton. And that's just kind of the start of it. Just the, to fit my uh my uh what my, my look as I paint yeah, my face. It. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, uh, you know, Darby, we we sent out uh, on our social media for the fans to respond to some questions. You had over about a hundred, about two hundred emails that came in asking questions about you. So I I want to let you know that you have a a awesome following and such. The, the stories that these fans were telling in the emails are just so inspiring and you are changing lives because, you know, actions speak louder than words and, and how they see you living. It's just a big testament of how um, I'm so excited to have you on the show because these fans were just begging me to use their questions. So are you ready to answer some questions from our fan base? Of course, let's get to it. I, I, I literally okay. like never do this. I never do this. That's why I wanted to advertise that I was doing it because oh. I, I don't have those Twitter. I don't have the Twitter Q and A's. I've never really answered any fans' questions ever. So let's get to it. All right, awesome. Okay, so uh, Rise Above One Thirty Eight at Gmail asks, um, "Hey Darby, a huge fan. What are your top five all-time favorite punk bands?" <laughs> top five. Damn, that's uh, that's gonna be. I'm just gonna spit <laughs> it right here. Uh, I'm gonna say Crash. Black Flag. Um, he's got to put me on the spot here. I don't want <laughs> Black Flag. Um, the Misfits, obviously. Um, They're good. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go with three for now. Crass, Black Flag, okay. Misfits. But there's, there's a lot more, but like, I feel like an an asshole if I leave something out of them. <laughs> well, not, not in our eyes, Darby. You won't be an asshole. So uh, much <laughs> respect to you. <laughs> okay, so here's another one uh, from Princess of Disney 2000 at gmail.com. She says, Hi, Darby. My question for you is What was your favorite wrestling match growing up? Oh, just as a fan. Yeah. Huh. Damn. That's that's another heavy one. Uh, I don't know. It's just like it's crazy. I feel like any damn, that that's a real heavy one. I'm not. I'm gonna tell her. Unfortunately, I'm gonna have to pass. Okay. Okay. All right. Very good. Okay. Here's one from Jazzy Bella. She asks, um, if you were to face a wrestler, dead or alive, who would you face? I guess it'd be anywhere. She's she's. Um, you yeah. Know, detailing her question from anyone. Dead or alive. Uh, damn it! This is why I don't do Q and A. So hard. Uh, let me see it's here. Hard. I, I, I get the same way too. I get on the spot. And I forget, and then at three in the morning, I'm like, "Damn it! I should have answered that <laughs> for her." <laughs> Yeah, now, uh, let me think here. I don't know. I Maybe, like, I'd say, like, uh, 
maybe like the undertaker or something like that you know like i don't but at the same time like just because i'm a really theatrical person but at the same time i'd really want to fight like a super technical wrestler that like you know just super aggressive and you know like the dynamite kid or something like that um I don't know. I'm probably gonna say Dynamite Kid from '70 uh, when he was in New Japan, like doing all those matches. I'll say yeah. Dynamite Kid. Uh, cool. All right. Good answer. Okay. Here's uh, here's one from Ghost. Um. Um. Oh gosh. Ghost Gamer Girl twelve one at gmail.com. Uh, her name is Skylar. She says, "What is your favorite thing about Priscilla?" I thought that was really sweet. <laughs> She's uh. She puts up with all my shit. Uh, I'm gonna say just because, like, just like use that that uh, what's it called that that Mex the story about going to AAA. Yeah. Like, we're like, hey, yo, we're gonna do like a 24 hour car ride with like two minutes notice. She doesn't have any time to pack. She literally picks me up from the airport and we're driving. We don't have time to put stuff in the suitcase. We're just going, you know. So it's just her ability to do anything at like any given notice and not have to like plan because I'm very spontaneous. And there'll be times I'm like, yo, get in the car. We're going somewhere. It's like, where are we going? I'm like, oh, we'll find, we'll find out. And then I'm going to do this crazy ass adventure to like Arizona uh, from Atlanta. So. Well, shout out to Priscilla. Um, okay. So she also asked, do you play any video games? And if so, which one? I've never played video games. I'm sorry. I just, it's something I never uh, got around to doing. And I've always been like trying to be like outdoors or skating or, doing something like I don't even have cable at my house like I have a tv <laughs> but I don't have I don't have I don't have anything it's just it's weird you know what I mean I'm just... that, that's okay that's cool that's cool okay um do you like cake or pie uh cake <laughs> okay are you a meat or potatoes or salad guy well uh, I'm gonna say salad and salad was up to the second option Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so for all my followers, please follow Darby on Instagram at Darby Allen, D-A-R-B-Y-A-L-L-I-N. And I like to finish our interviews with a, a question, Darby. And yours is very um, important to me because you live your life. Um, now, correct me if I'm wrong. You say 50% death and 50% life. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, in the, the deaths, the 50% is just, you know, trust for people and respect for a lot of people's decisions. Like it's hard to just go through life, you know, trusting people after all this crap's gone down with, you know, my uncle and stuff like that. And so I try to be like nice, but like I always take everybody's word with like a grain of salt. So. Cool. Okay. So I want to ask you, Okay, so I want to ask you, what can, can you name one of your most frightening days and then one of your best days? You said frightening days? Is that the first one? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, besides getting in a car crash with my uncle, I would say probably the time I uh, accidentally blew, almost blew my brother up with a gasoline tank. That was pretty scary. What? Um, <laughs> no, like we we were playing. Uh, we're in the backyard, and you know that hot potato game, hot potato, hot potato. Uh, yeah. I tried to like set like a baked potato on fire and like throw it back and forth, 
but then it was too close to the gas tank that I was holding in my hand. And then it blew up the gas tank in my hand that I was holding and his whole leg almost got burnt off and you can see all the muscle and stuff. And this was at five in the morning. So it woke up the whole neighborhood and uh, Holy shit. <laughs> that was scary. It's like it's like one of those like one of those moments where you're just like damn, like it's insane because you get that, you know, I don't know. I think you can just you're damn, we almost like die here. Um but one of my best moments I'd say, um probably getting married i'd say that's the the best one i just remember that day being more nervous to walk down that aisle than i've ever felt say in uh, like walking to the ring or getting ready for a match it was just uh yeah besides that day i'd say my another best day is signing the AEW contract because uh it's like here we go uh validation for all this this work and i get to show people what I like to do, like, you know, the creative freedom and stuff like that. So those two are my best things. Well, Darby, I, I look forward to watching you every Wednesday night. Uh, for all the followers and fans, please uh, tune in on Wednesday. Uh, this coming Wednesday on TNT at 7 o'clock Central uh, to watch Darby uh, go against Cody Rhodes. Darby, I am such a fan, and I have so much respect for you. And just... Um, and your, your, your action is, is louder than words. And I'm so uh, honored that you're on our show today. And I just wish you so much success. And I look forward to shaking your hand again someday. All right. Thank you so much, Vicki. I will uh, talk to you whenever I see you in that. All right. Karen, give Priscilla a big shout out because she rocks. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's asleep right now. I know it's 1.30 in the right. afternoon, but... She's asleep right now. Well, give her our love and thank you, Darby, and be safe on Wednesday, okay? All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast platform. Check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me Vicky or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excuse me Vicky at outlook.com with questions or comments. Until next time, excuse me!